Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Kirk Cushino, founder and CEO of Hype Life Brands. We're a progressive brand development and marketing agency specializing in working with lifestyle startups and challenger brands that want to connect with millennials. We are based in Oceanside. Whatever the company is that we work with, whatever the startup is, wherever they're located, I mean, I think that we, because our approach is holistic and it's it's 360 degrees, we help in every possible way that we can. So a lot of Right now, I would say in the last couple of years, a big focus is on really tuning and fine-tuning the MarTech stack, so the marketing tech stack. Now, over the past few years, people have thought that, oh, I can, like, basically I can, you know, and the bigger the company is, the bigger, the worse this gets. So I think that, oh, we can just silo that. Like, you can just have marketing, and then you can have IT over here, and you can have these advertising guys over there, and, like, it's all, but it's all been converging for many years. Um, and so we come in and basically assess what the systems are, what's going on, what's being measured, what's the, what's the top line goals. Again, I mentioned that we work with the, you know, founders, CEOs, and that's the level that we work at, period, the end. And so figuring out what are the top line goals of the business, what's on the road ahead, what's the end game. Because once we have that end game, we can help our clients and we do help our clients from cradle to grave, basically, of any brand that we're working with. And a lot of that comes down to technology needs. Like I almost saying like tech companies doesn't even mean anything to me anymore because most companies that we're working with that are, I mean, our clients work on a national scale at the smallest. So you have to be a tech, you have to have tech in your arsenal to do that. There's no way around that. The companies that don't harness tech to the fullest in conjunction and converge with their marketing and their advertising efforts, and I'm talking about much more than just posting on Instagram, those are the ones that suffer, you know, and those are the ones that don't evolve and grow and grow in a healthy, you know, healthy pace and reach those end game goals that we really work to work with our clients to define the beginning so we can reverse engineer that end game. What kind of results has Hype Life gotten for brands? What are some some examples? We've built and launched numerous startups and the one we're focusing on right now would be Huddle Music, I think is probably the best case study of, that we've ever had because there's enough capital there to really see physical growth. A lot of our clients were literally launching things into the market with zero followers, 
zero sales, zero registered users, everything. And so we've been able to steadily ramp Huddle Music, which is a, a growing global music community slash platform. So it's not just a, a social media platform. There's a lot more going on. And there's a lot more revenue streams that are being finished up right now and being launched. So really bringing those ideas to life, launching them, and then growing them. So I think I think one of the big stats there, we launched it at zero. And we've had it's like 18 to 22 given the month, but average 20% month over month growth from pretty much day one of the user base, you know, and that's one of our top line goals, of course, is when you're building a community, which is a, interestingly, a common thread that we have done in the last decade is a lot of sites or platforms or apps or brands or whatever, where there's this reliance on community. And if you don't have that community, you know, it's not like you're just selling a webinar, some, you know, transactional thing. It's like, we're, we're often building these things, like rolling this bigger and bigger snowball. And so seeing that community go from zero to thousands and thousands of users now. Um, and that's what, I mean, we're just like scratching the surface. Um, and that's pre, that's pre outside external funding on top of that. Hey, this is Nick, project manager over at PaperCast. We are a Torrance-based document management company that leverages AI to help you find and file any document. I had a audio uh, engineering background, so I came out here to work in that industry. I ended up going back to school. I did uh, one of the coding boot camps at the UCLA uh, extension, and uh, I learned coding and kind of moved into that. It all kind of tied together with the video uh, editing, the audio editing background and marketing kind of ties in with the uh, development side of things. How did you transform doing the UCLA extension and then go into uh, the world of tech? Where did you get your first job and how did that evolve? So while I was going to UCLA, I worked for a large telecommunications company. I actually left that and I started working for a marketing company uh, called Image Brothers, and they were looking for someone to do web development, front-end web development. Um, so I've wor- I actually still work for them as a contractor and do websites. And uh, that's kind of how I got my start. And from there, I started taking on freelance projects. And uh, eventually, I met Guy, and, and it was a good fit. And I ended up uh, going into that role and kind of taking the journey with them on the startup. And one of the questions I love to ask are, what are some LA tech resources that you recommend? And you just shared about the UCLA extension courses. Um, Tell us more. Can anybody be a part of those? And how useful were they for you in in both coding and in marketing? So I actually didn't have a coding background when I attended that program in 2017. It's a really intensive program. It's six months long. Um, they go over a full stack development. Um, at the time, it was MERN, Mongo Express, React Node. I don't know if that's the same, but I definitely would highly recommend that program. It's going to get you into coding. It's going to give you the essentials that you need uh, to get started in that industry. And then uh, you can kind of build on that. If you don't know something, Google it. That's something that they go over on the first day. So uh, I would highly, yeah, I highly recommend the program. It definitely benefited me. What other LA tech resources come to mind that you think startups here should know about? Definitely the Tech Day event um, is, is something I, I I know that a lot of my former students attended that. 
it's a good way to get in touch with startups that are in the industry in the area. And it's uh, it's definitely a great resource. And who's a, a company or a person um, LA based you've come across lately who's really impressed you? Yeah, SpaceX is definitely uh, I have a buddy that works at SpaceX, you know, all the all the really cool things that they're doing over there, uh, you know, under Elon Musk. And uh, that's that's a really cool. I think they're based in Hawthorne is the uh, the offices. They're doing some really crazy uh, things that we couldn't have even imagined. Hey, I'm Shane Miller, founder of AuthArmor. We have tools to make two-factor and passwordless authentication easy for business owners and developers. We're based here in Paulus Verdes. For Tech Day LA, I've actually been with them since the first show that they've had in LA. And it wasn't with uh, AuthArmor right now. It was actually with that crypto company that I told you about. So I was there with, at their first show here in LA. And I've actually been at every single show with one startup oh, or another. Wow. Um, yeah, for the last three years, I've been with AuthArmor. Even though we just launched in June, I've been building AuthArmor for about three years. So I've been at, at those shows all the time. It's great to engage with the community and just meet with local people, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with a good old cup of coffee. Unfortunately, COVID really put some damper on a lot of that stuff. But I think it's great to, to be around the local people and understand what everyone is looking for around here. And I, I just like being close to talent, you know, because not everybody knows what Tech Day LA is. So walk us through what it is and why you think it's important to be there. Yeah, Tech Day LA is a, a show specifically for startups uh, here in the LA area. I mean, technically, I guess you could be from anywhere, right? But it's it's primarily, I would say, a, a, a show for the, the LA-centric startups. And I think it's fantastic because all the businesses are very local, right? And, and there's startups from all different stages. You could be me, like a startup that was there three years ago with AuthArmor, where we had just written a couple hundred lines of code. It could be a, a, a very well-established payment startup that's uh, sitting at Tech Day. So there's a vast amount of uh, people to see. There's a vast amount of things to see. It's just great to be around the startup community. Um, I also think it's you know it's very attractively priced for a trade show, especially if you're if you want to be there as a booth. Um, and then just to go is you know it's a it's a very nominal fee compared to a lot of the bigger shows such as RSA and things like that. What are some of the other resources that have really helped you accelerate your company forward here in LA? I would say that I've uh, used a, another couple of services to try and meet more and more people in LA and just try to oh, network a lot more with people to try and find you know people that we can share like-minded ideas, but are still local, right? And, and go and meet that person and have a, a whiteboarding session and things mm -hmm. like that. Which services have you used? Like, are you talking about Lunch Club? Oh, uh, yeah, that actually, I've, I've used Lunch Club. That's the one I've been using, yep. Is that yeah. is that the one? Yeah, yeah Lunch Club one. is yeah. pretty great. Anybody that isn't familiar with Lunch Club, it's not just specific to LA, but I guess in your case, Shane, they match you to people also in LA. You can select um, yeah. where, yeah, and I've kind of tried to tighten it up into the LA area. Oh, nice. Yeah, so definitely, I I think it might even be lunchclub.com now. So I'm not sure if so, yeah. Lunch Club, you could find it. It's yeah. great for virtual networking. I believe before it became virtual, it was um, in person. Anyway, definitely check it out. Anything else come to mind of things that we should really plug into here in the city? Uh, there was another, uh, it was another great show. I'm trying to remember what the heck it was called. Uh, Founder Meet Funder or Funder Meet Founder um, was a great uh, event being thrown by a guy named Danny. 
that was usually in Santa Monica. And it was a place where startup people could go and you could uh, speed date with uh, investors, right? So you get 60 seconds in front of an investor to really try and woo them in 60 seconds, you know, and and they don't even know your name. They just know your number. You have a number on your chest and they're like, oh, I like number 19 and we're going to go with this guy. Now, because of COVID, that event hasn't happened a long time, but I'm sure it's going to happen again. And I think that's a great event for A, founders to go meet people in, in any industry. It could be tech, it could be fashion and things like that. And B, just to get in front of investors, you get a little uncomfortable, but you know what? That's what this business is about, right? As you are as you get to be a founder later on in these things, you get uncomfortable and you just got to get used to that type of thing. And if you had one ask for the community, something that we could do to support you in your success and help accelerate your company forward, what would that ask be? Any, any small business uh, or even a large business that wants to enhance their uh, login or two-factor and go passwordless, uh, come and check us out. I'd love to talk to you. And how can they connect with you? Uh, you can go visit our website at autharmor.com. And from there, there's plenty of ways to contact us. Uh, our phone number, our email address, you can schedule a demo and all the information you need should be on our website. And can you spell it for everybody? Sure. That's A-U-T-H-A-R-M-O-R.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.